Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Holly, it's our Friday Dirt Alert. Yay. Oh, let's just slide into the weekend. Yes, thank you, Friday. With some news about HBO's House of the Dragon, the season finale is leaked online. Oh, we can't believe it. Yeah. HBO is disappointed and aggressively monitoring the situation. Now, Variety's reporting that it appears the leak of House of the Dragon came from a distribution partner in Europe, Middle East, or Africa. And HBO is aware of the situation, aggressively monitoring it, and they're disappointed at these unlawful actions. And uh, they said that they want fans to wait because they'll get to see the pristine version of the episode when it premieres this Sunday, where it will stream exclusively in 4K. So what they're telling you is that don't bother with this leaked version just you know sit tight wait a couple days and you'll okay. see the show in all its glory all right fine well yeah. that's what we were gonna i'm not do gonna anyway. do it anyway because i know so many people are watching this as a couple you can't watch it without the other ones you yeah. have to wait you know right. oh yeah well be conscientious of your partner that's right before you're conscientious of hbo mm-hmm. <laughs> think of your loved ones um page six reporting this afternoon that tom brady and giselle Bunchen split is gonna get nasty and they're ready for a fight oh really mm-hmm. i wonder who's leaking that well page six is exclusively re- revealing that giselle has hired a top divorce lawyer in florida to take on tom brady now insiders say giselle hired tom sasser who is the managing partner of sasser sestro and roy and some of his high profile clients include tiger woods in his divorce with ellen nordegren well, I would imagine that Giselle would like Tom to be the one to bear the responsibility for that huge house that is halfway finished. That he way down on the island that's right. far away from Tampa Bay that he never intends to retire to. Right. I bet that would be one of my things because I think she has more money than he does. She does. Mm-hmm. She well, does. you guys are exactly right with the source saying that Tom and Giselle are not battling over the kids. They want joint custody, but mm-hmm. it's going to take time to divide their wealth and property yeah. around the world. Yeah. And she wants him to do that because, you know, he did just say in another thing, I- I'm not retiring next year either. So I thought he just said I'm not retiring yet. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. he's he's not retiring, Julia. That's, yeah. If they'll sign him again, he was. So she's like, I don't want to be involved in that house. That's not going to be our dream retirement no. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so clearly lawyering up, and specifically with folks who have um, experience in the world of high-earning sports figures. Yeah. Uh, because I, uh, this divorce attorney also has represented um, Jeff Gordon in his 2003 divorce from his wife, Brooke. He was the race car driver, right? Yeah. NASCAR driver, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, you just... What if she got back that? together with Leo and he had a totally okay, 180? Okay, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, I love that fan fiction that yeah, you're you saying. Like that fan fiction? <laughs> Lori, because... Even that... though she's way over 25, but still, you know... 
Yeah, I mean, you know, one can dream in their in, in Hollywood fantasias. Yeah, but I mean, it happened to Clooney. That's true. He's exclusively dated after his one failed marriage. He just dated, you know, women that were like ten years younger, yeah, and they did. tended to not be in the business, but right. to be wait staff and bartenders hostesses. and hostesses and stuff like that, so that they could just up and travel with him. So sometimes it just takes you a while to. Settle down. That's true. And mm-hmm. look at them, George and Amal. Are oh either gosh. of you guys interested in watching Ticket to Paradise, George Clooney's oh, yeah. new movie? I am. Uh, I'm going to wait until it comes to. Glory. I won't go to the theater and see it. I won't only because um, I. I don't know. I just it doesn't feel for me like theater worthy. It feels like you know, TV home worthy. Julia, would you get your butt in a movie seat to go see it? I will. I just don't have time right now. Yeah. I, I know Respect my brother's taking my mom on $5 Tuesday. Yeah, that's a great no. day. Yes, $5 Tuesday. Trevor Noah and Dua Lipa are getting close, oh, walking around New York City <laughs> together on a date. Uh, now, Trevor Noah appeared on Dua Lipa's At Your Service podcast for an episode that dropped today. It was recorded the same week as their September date. Okay, well, this has got a sting for Minka and, oh. Minka and also that Anwar. Because Dua Lipa broke up with Anwar yeah, she indeed did. by just telling him she wanted a little break. We've all used this excuse. Yeah, and that break and becomes... It becomes for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, that's how you let someone yes, down. Is. And I think she was like maybe, was she like maybe three or four years older than he was? Yes, I think she was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How exciting for them. Yes. You know, Trevor Noah, soon to be leaving The Daily Show. He wants to probably pursue other um, looser, more lucrative uh, things for himself. Yeah. He's doing a Netflix special and Dua Lipa, you know, one of the world's biggest pop stars. Yeah, no kidding. All right, both. Uh, cheers to the happy, maybe possibly couple. Yeah. Um, did you guys hear this story? Well, let's go back to George Clooney and Amal Clooney. He's giving us some insight into his marriage proposal to her. Boy, he really wants yeah, people to go wants. to this movie. He's telling us so much personal stuff. I know. Well, in George, in the most uh, affable movie star way, right. talking about his proposal to Amal Clooney, he said it was a disaster, it took too long, and that she thought that the ring belonged to somebody else. Oh, my God. I, did, he, I think I did hear that. And he's like, well, are you going to say yes? Are you going to say yes? And... Yeah. And, and the ring is a stunner. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is yes. a... Yeah. I would probably ask if that's for somebody else too. Also, I'd be like, "Honey, is that cubic zirconia? Did you get that on clearance at Claire's?" Because uh, yes, if you're ever presented with that big of a diamond, I mean, oh, yeah. And I, I think you know what's interesting about Ticket to Paradise is that this movie has already had its premiere all across the world, and the United States is the last stop for this movie. Yeah, because they knew the critics were probably not going to be nice to it or something. I think it's been getting so-so reviews, but look, romantic comedies in a movie theater. Chris gave it two and a half stars. He wanted it to be better. Everyone just wishes it was just a little bit better, but said George and, you know, They're fine. They're fine, but yeah, the critics, it's at 56% around. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, hey, you want to hang out with George and Amal, or not George and Amal, George and Julia Roberts in Bali? That's fine. Um, And and uh, apparently, oh, just bringing this to you towards the end of this dirt alert, Kanye West allegedly screamed at his friend Charlemagne the God for defending 
Pete Davidson and his 10-inch. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that is so funny. Yep. The visual of that is so funny. Yeah. So Charlemagne the God sharing this argument that he got into with Kanye West last November, and they had a back and forth. And that Kanye was like, you need to save the new Marilyn Monroe as being Kim Kardashian. And then apparently he was screaming on the phone about Pete Davidson's, hmm. Mm -hmm. His BDE. Yeah. And uh, finally, yeah, Kanye West out at Balenciaga. They're not going to deal with him anymore. So he's going bye-bye in the car car. He's going, like we said earlier today, he's going down faster than Jack and the the Titanic. He's just done so much in three weeks, so much damage to himself. Yeah, you know, and uh, look forward to not having headlines about all of this, Yeah, truthfully. And Taylor Swift's new album is out, Midnight. Oh, it's, it's so yes. good. It's Lori so, listened to the so whole thing good. this morning. Really? It is so good. Okay, yeah. well, fantastic, I suppose. Look for all the Easter eggs and all of that. So. Yeah, she makes it easy, and she's like, uh, she's really... You know, looking at herself. I don't know that we've ever had her sing this way about herself. Oh, well, fantastic. Listen to Midnight Sea Ticket to Paradise. Whatever you do, have a good weekend. Thank you you so much. All right, who's going first today, people? I don't care. I can go first with some music. Um, Okay, Marin Morris is at the Armory tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A listener called just now who won tickets from us, actually, Pam, and she wanted to say hi, and she's on her way on to the show. On her way right? down. Nice. Yeah. So, Have fun, Pam. That's such a great venue. And then um, uh, just locally, uh, let's see, Trailer Trash is playing at the Minnesota Music Cafe tonight. Fun. And then the Jimmies are at Will Besky's, and they were last in town playing the Liney Lodge. Um during the fair, I think, like a Friday and Saturday. Oh, fun. Yeah, so they're really fun. Uh, uh, they're from Wisconsin. And then tomorrow night, Marcus Mumford is doing his solo mm. tour to for his album. He's at the Palace. Oh. Oh, I wonder if that's sold out. That would be great. I always think you can get a ticket. Yes, you know, all right. Yes, show. you can. Um, the Man in Black, a tribute to Johnny Cash, is happening in that Mystic tomorrow night. And The Good, The Bad, and The Funky are playing down at Bunkers. And also, if you're one of those people who you enjoy a Sunday night out, don't forget Dr. Mambo's Combo. How many years have they been playing Sunday night at Bunkers? Many, many, many years. Many, but many. It's always a good jam. So those would be my music picks for the weekend. All right. I'll go next. Okay. Okay, so there's two different ways, well, tonight, to watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. One is Harriet Island in St. Paul, out, outdoor. They're doing it outdoors. Oh, fun. I know, that would be fun. And also the um, Phoenix um, Theater on 26th and Hennepin in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You can watch it there. That's indoors. Um, there Remember is- the first time going oh, to that at the Uptown Theater I and thought- not having any idea what was going on? I couldn't believe <laughs> these people in costumes were standing up there and, and then saying the words. throwing. And I mean, it Everyone was an was experience. Everyone was part of a club that you weren't. Yeah, yeah. The first time you go, and I was like, wow. It's something. Grant, have you seen it? No, I have not. Gone to the, yeah. When you, they used to have a midnight showing at the Uptown Theater for years and years. Okay. Uh, and For people, years and years. Years and years. Yes. And it started at midnight, yep. and it was just a scene. And the first time I went, I was like, this can't be real. What am I at? A costume <laughs> party? A thing? A, an interactive Who are these theater? Weirdos? And then I realized, yes. oh, this is really hysterical. Yeah. It was hysterical. Mm-hmm. It nice. really is. Um, Footloose is still happening at Cham, but that's ending at the end of the year. So if you want to go see it, everyone 
loves that. Yeah, yeah. there's this great show. There's this thing called Shadows and Spirits of the Capitol Tour, and it's at the state capitol, and it's at midnight. Ooh. And um, it's haunting. You can see the capitol. It's lights in its original 1990s lighting. Follow a tour guide oh, through wow. the shadowy rotunda hallways and chambers, and then you encounter historical spirits. Oh, my. Including oh. a night watchman, a wow. Civil War veteran, a woman suffragette, and more who will tell you the stories of the Capitol's early history. That's cool. It's 11 to $15, and it starts this Saturday night. It's for four Saturday. It's um, 22, 28, 27, 28, 29. But yeah. that's something different. It's like, it's yeah. like a night at the museum. Yeah, yeah kind, kind, kind of. of. But like in Halloween form at the Capitol. Yeah, right. I like right. it. I like it's it. called Shadows and Spirits of the Capitol. And of course, Nowhere Land, the haunted house that we had on last Friday, mm-hmm. the indoor haunted house in Invergrove is fun. And they have stuff for small kids, too, different um, things if you want to do different things. There yeah. you go. There you go. Now, this All would right, be Grant. a good night to like do the haunted hay ride. Or yeah. Oh, yes. And, and tomorrow, that'll be very good yes. business. Beautiful weather for this weekend for that kind of stuff. Even like Seaver's Corn Maze, things right. like yes. that. Another great place. But yeah, for sports, too, there's some things going on in town here. And there's stuff on TV, obviously. The Gophers are not in town. They're facing Penn State. Good luck. So, yeah, good luck. 6.30 p.m. on uh, Saturday. But in town here tonight, 7 p.m., the Timberwolves are taking on Utah. Game two of the season. Kind of a fun team. A lot of hype behind them. It's coming up here in about an hour and a half. And then the Gophers Volleyball tomorrow, Saturday, against Purdue at home here. So you can go check that out. That's at 8 p.m. And then the Gophers men's hockey team. This is where I, I really, they're playing North Dakota. Are we going to be, oh, that's a big game. And we haven't, remember since the WCHA left and the whole Big Ten thing came, this was always the biggest rivalry for Minnesota, North Dakota, and they're in at home. So the U of M is playing North Dakota tonight going? and tomorrow night. No, unfortunately, I don't have time, but I'm sure that will be a packed out arena over there for that game. And finally, the Gopher women's hockey team. You can check them out at home at Ritter Arena against St. Cloud at 2 p.m. on Saturday. So got got some stuff going on. You know, the Vikings are on a bye this week, so get the yard work done on Sunday. Right. Yeah. And what happened to the you guys, Houston Astro? Oh, they went <laughs> up over I know. two. They've got two wins. Yeah, they're going, I don't know. They're, uh, they're when a good I talk team. to my mom, she's just like, remember what that lady told me? They're us? a good team. They are. Their pitching's fantastic. She's just and- like, we're, we were only worried about the Mariners. She was so cocky. We're not worried about New York. This is at the Sportsbook in Las it's, Vegas last Vegas, Saturday. Yes, watching the 18-inning uh, endless yeah. game. Uh, well, the and- Mariners have given up a better fight than the Yankees have. She's right. Huh? The Mariners gave up a better fight than the Yankees have thus far, yeah. so she was correct. But I mean, assessment. geez, we I, don't like being haunted by that lady. Grand House, your San Diego team. Ah, uh, they're up uh, or they're tied one to one. They play tonight, so oh, you can okay. watch. You can watch them tonight. I believe they're on uh, Fox Sports One. They're going to be playing tonight at seven p.m. But uh, the Astros, I I think that they might be trying to prove to the world that yes, these allegations happened back in twenty seventeen. Yeah. We're, we're a different team. That. We're more than that. So I think that they've got that. Kind of raw going behind them, and that's yeah. why they're rolling right Maybe now. Maybe it is. Yeah, trying to prove they're right. And yeah, my goodness. Anyway, geez Louise, I do wish it was Las Vegas all over again. Mm-hmm. Oh, duh. You know, you're like, oh my God, Las Vegas. Um, if you are going to, you know, at anything this weekend, and you need a couple pickup lines, um, I can give you a couple. Please. Just some little fall pickup lines. Mm-hmm. This might be better next weekend when you go to a party. So, do you mind if I bob for your apples? Ha! <laughs> Love it. Mm. Ooh, which one? Oh, yeah, which one? Uh, let's see. Uh, what would be another one? Ooh, I can. Sweater weather? 
I can wrap around you tighter than a blanket. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> Unless you get tucked in. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? Let's see. What's another one? Oh, my gosh. I don't think I really have. Because here's one. I thought it was the weather, but it's actually you giving me the chills. That's a good one. Thank you. The chills? The chills. Or the goosebumps? The goosebumps. Yeah. The only thing sweeter than cinnamon is you. Oh, which makes me tell you, I want to remind people of a very good hot toddy this time of the year. Tell us, because okay. I've got terrible pickup I know. lines Okay, today. so it's, it's you know, apple cider is out right now. Really yeah. good apple cider with fireball. Oh, yes. Oh, in the mic- Heat it up in the microwave. Right. So heat up your apple cider. You know, two. Th- I'd like a half a cup. Then I put in like a fourth a cup of water because it's too strong. Do you like a cinnamon stick? I in was going to ask if you have them. Okay. Oh god! If you have one, or you can do that with Southern Comfort, which is kind of the same thing as Fireball. Yeah, I well, remember is it? it's my not neighbors. Really. Not at all. Well, well, you don't my, have the cinnamon in the Southern. No, but as much. Southern Comfort's kind of sweet, isn't it? No. Well, a little bit. A yeah. little bit, but not. SoCo Lime, you know the old SoCo Lime shot. It's not nearly as sweet as. It's not as sweet Fireball. as Fireball, but it's Swedish. Kind I was going to say the the peanut butter whiskey would be good in oh, apple cider. That might be not oh. bad. Good call. That might do be you a think good mix. That would work. Yes, I do. Peanut butter and apple. Yes, of course, <laughs> because you know, duh, yeah. we dip our peanut butter, or you know, apples our apples in our peanut butter. I haven't had the peanut butter whiskey. In a while. <sighs> you know, That's a good one. Get cracking. It's October uh, 21st. And Three it's ball. 542. That's right. So it's time to go. I know it. All right. We'll be back with the rest of the news of the day. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yes. Call us right now. 651-641-1071. Let's have it be, I don't know, the fifth caller. I like it. Fifth caller Today is. gets to win a pair of tickets to the opening at the Ordway on November um, 30th. It's a Wednesday night. To Beauty and the Beast, which I think is just going to be so much fun. So good, good fun. And then if you're just joining us, we had on Brian um, Barron earlier in our show from Paula's Choice talking about mm. a really great skincare product that you might want to get on in on photoestrogen at Paula's Choice. Lori and I ordered it immediately after the conversation. Yeah, we did. We did. Our skin is already... Going back to plumping up, plumping up. Yeah, we haven't even got it. Uh, Gina Davis is on, um, you know, what's his name across the pond, Graham Norton. Yes, and she shares with them the story in her book. Of course, the audition. You know, she had the say over who was going to be, you know, her hot cowboy, if yes. you will, in Thelma and Louise. Brad Pitt or George Clooney? Well, Clooney, but also there were four people, and Brad was the fourth one to audition. First, Mark Ruffalo auditioned. No, then Grant. Show of oh, yes. Malrose Place, who is uh-huh. very hot and very Dynasty hot. also very hot, and then Clooney, and then Pitt walked in, and that was it. She basically, she just reiterates the story on Graham Norton, but she says it in her book. She said it was just instant. I could hardly do my lines. She was so dazzled by him. Oh, twenty-seven-year-old Brad Pitt. Oh well, I that movie came out in nineteen ninety-one, and that was his big break. Yes, it was. Because he'd been kicking around Hollywood with all the other beautiful, dazzling people. You kind of don't realize that. Like, you go out there, and there's so many good-looking people. And they're, right. They're, oh my you gosh. know, 20s, late teens. You know the funny girl from Hacks that is the owner's um, daughter that is at the agency? Um, the quirky girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is the secretary for mm-hmm. um, Gene Smart's character's mm-hmm. agent. Mm-hmm. She is on 
Abbott Elementary. Yes, she is. She is a dynamite actress. I don't she know is. her name, I but can't think boy, of her name she just is a scene stealer. Yes, she is. Gosh. Yeah, she That is. Abbott Elementary, you told me to watch it. I didn't watch it last year. I love it's that so funny. show. It's so just and it's it's uplifting. It beyond. Yeah. It's such a great It's a very talented cast and Quinta and her team of writers, they She they was deliver. on with Kelly and um Ryan today. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she's cute. I, she must just be a pocket girl. I bet she's like 4'8". Julia, she's, she's teeny. very tiny. Yeah, she's teeny, teeny. Yeah. Anyway, that's just, if you haven't watched that show yet. And then Welcome to Wexstrom. Wexum? Wexum is so good. Oh, you like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Grant, do we have a winner? We do. Stephanie, one of our big time, uh, she's a big My Talker. We've seen her at a lot of our events, mm-hmm. but Stephanie is one of our big uh, My Talk listeners, and she won, and she's very excited. Look at so. you hang out with us after everyone else has gone to happy hour and right. off on their weekend ways. Right. You get rewarded. <laughs> yeah. We'll hold on to everything till right. 4, 547 on Fridays. There you go. Honest to Pete. All right, what else do we know, people? Well, I do. This is kind of sad news for Carly Simon, though. Yes. Carly Simon. Listen to this. Carly Simon lost her two sisters, her older sisters, to cancer within 24 hours of each other. Tell me your kitty. Now, that is Lucy Simon, who was Carly Simon's composer, singer, sister. They did, remember, they were the Simon sisters in Carly's early career. She died at age 82, and the day before that, Carly's uh, eldest sister, Joanna, died from thyroid cancer at the age of 84, and um, so uh, Joanna's nickname was Joey, and Carly told us that in her memoir, and, um, you know, there were three girls, one boy, and their brother died quite a while ago, but... um, How sad. Yeah. Yeah, Joanne, Joey, was married for many years until he died to New York Times editor Gerald Walker. Later, she and Walter Cronkite became companions and had a late-in-life romance that was very sweet. And um, so, yeah, that's sad for Carly. And, of course, you know, they their family is, you know, his, her dad was Simon & Schuster, the, the Simon & Schuster. Yeah, and the um, book publishers. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, Joanna, Joey, the one who dated uh, Cronkite later in the year, she was a mezzo-soprano. So they were a very musical family. Oh, no kidding. So now it's just, yeah, just Carly. You know, and, and on another note, I read this earlier today, um, Megan Hilty from Smash, the Blonde and Smash. Oh, and she's Broadway so great. Room, she lost her sister, her brother-in-law, her niece, um, she had mil- like three or four family members that died in a small plank crash off oh. of Seattle about it's off the Puget Sound. Do you, oh. in, you, you don't know about that? No. You might've been in Vegas. Wow. They wow. were carrying 10 people. It was on September 4th. You were in Paris yeah. and it was her sister, oh, no. her brother-in-law and their son. And her sister was pregnant with their second eight months pregnant with their second child. So she lost her family, but she has just started a, um, a fundraiser because to try to recover the bodies mm. because she's just trying to. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. I mean, when well, that happened. Oh, my God. Terrible. Well, let's turn this moment oh, of don't yes. shaggy the birthday into a, boy. Yeah, let's get to the birthday. It wasn't boy. me. Yeah, let's. Suffer. Thank oh. you. Everyone have a great weekend. Um, we'll be back. Good programming starts tomorrow at 8 a.m. Job done. Off you go. 
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 